What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to I can't I can't get out of the welcome back <laughs> out of my vernacular. But this is cartoon season. I am Tyler, and this is all about animation, cartoons, anime shows, movies, everything like that. Um, today, obviously, we're doing High anime all about volleyball. I think High directly translates to volleyball. I'm almost positive. <laughs> but we are doing the first season just because there's so much to talk about. I couldn't imagine covering the entire show. Um, so I figured I'd break it up into seasons because that makes sense. Only seen the first season as well. So I really don't know what happens beyond this. And we'll get into that at the end of what I think season two will be. But yeah, IQ. The last to talk about here, this is a fantastic anime. Um, I really just want to pick it apart completely. I mean, with last episode, first episode of the show, I talked about Teen Titans, and I really focused on um, a few of the characters of the show, and then I focused on what a possible, probably will never happen, but a possible, uh, you know, uh, sequel season to that show would be. With this one, there's just a lot to do. There's a lot to talk about. I want to talk about how great the show is at building hype. I want to talk about a couple of their different classic rivalries of the show. And I want to talk about how every character on this team is perfect for what it needs to be, um, among some other things. So um, before we get into it, remember, please go to the Tiger T YouTube. That's where you can find this as well as any other podcast service. Just go to Cartoon Season or Tiger T in general and you'll get where you got to go. We'll have a good time. So I do want to start really with the beginning and it's just the setup of the show I, I, th I think the setup of the show is perfect I think it is a classic shonen start where we have the main character here Hinata and he just has raw talent but he has no one to play with right he's the classic shonen character where he's he's got every mm, not everything going for him he has all the potential in the world I would say but he doesn't have a supporting cast right and then we see his first real match where he has to fight the king of the court right uh kageyama right to fight him and he is the classic antagonist at least for the first episode <laughs> um but he's the classic because he is pretty much everything that hinata isn't right like he like kageyama of course has a lot of talent a lot of potential but He's more analytical, whereas Hinata is more emotional. Um, and then we do have the twist at the end of the first episode where they twist it on you immediately. And it turns out they're now going to the same high school. They graduate from middle school, going to the same high school now. So now they have to work as a team where they pretty much vowed that they're going to be rivals. That's a nice little twist. That's something that I wouldn't have expected. Um, you know, if I were to watch the first <laughs> 90% of this episode I'd be like all right they're going to separate high schools they're going to build up their own teams around you know their own like Hinata will probably end up being the captain of his team Kageyama will be the main focus of his team and we're gonna have their two separate styles kind of clashing and it's gonna be really cool but nope they twist it they're on the same team now we got to work with that so I just think the setup of the show is perfect um, you know for what it has to be uh, but then speaking of these two, we do move on to the next thing, which is the evolution of their combo move, right? Where Kageyama is the, 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 no, the setter, <laughs> I'm going to say center, 
the setter and Hinata is the spiker, right? And, and, and it's perfect because Kageyama is a sniper when it comes to setting for people. And he has crazy sets that most people can't handle. But then you have Hinata who, if we can just link those two things together, Hinata has all the power in the world. You know, he's he is one of the most explosive setters um, probably ever seen. <laughs> you know, at, at least in high school. But in the beginning, it doesn't really work out that way, right? They have no chemistry at all. Um, they can't read each other's movements. Um, while Kageyama has all the knowledge of a volleyball player, Hinata has none. Hinata just kind of copies what he sees, doesn't know any of the terminology, doesn't know any of the strategies. Um, it's kind of on both of them, where neither one of them are really adapting to each other. Um, you know, I would say probably towards the beginning, Hinata is probably more leaning towards Kageyama because he more so looks up to Kageyama. But it doesn't help anyone. Um, you know, a, l a little bit later on, though, they do become the demon and his blade, right? I think um, I think in the Nekoma fight, the coach of Nekoma described them as that. Where Kageyama is the demon and Hinata is the blade. Um, still not perfect because that does mean that while they figured it out in terms of how to make it work, like mechanically, it's not perfect because Kageyama is throwing the ball to Hinata, but Hinata is not thinking. You know, Hinata very fast, he just runs up to the net, jumps, and then moves his arm. <laughs> you know, he just spikes the air. And again, while it works mechanically, We'll go into this a little later on, but once teams figure out what he's doing, Hinata's going to get blocked every single time because Hinata is not making any decisions. He's not, he's not, like while he's in the air, he's not deciding where to hit it. He's not looking at his, his defense, right? And deciding, okay, well, they're about to block me in the front, so let's move, let's, let's hit this thing a little to the left, or, you know, I, I, I think I can get over them, or let's hesitate a little bit. Like, no, he just jumps up, closes his eyes, <laughs> and swings his arm, and it's up to Kageyama to throw it to him. And, 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 it's, and it's also up to Kageyama to decide what angle he's throwing it at, because as the setter, they explain this too, and I'm not, a, you know, I'm not very knowledgeable in volleyball, literally, all my knowledge comes from this show, but... If you throw it up a little early, then it'll go to like the left. If you throw it a little late, it'll go to the right. It's kind of like baseball, which I know a little bit more of. Or like if you, in baseball, if you swing early, it'll go, it'll go to the inside of your swing. Whereas if you swing late, it'll go to the outside of your swing. It's kind of like that. Um, but it's still demon in his blade, which sounds menacing, but it's not It hasn't reached the full potential because only one of them is thinking about where to send this ball Whereas the other one the blade the weapon is just it's just that you know He is he's being swung and he is hitting whatever he is told to hit he's hitting it very hard but Once he's up in the air, there's really no audible, you know, you know, there's no way to make a decision on the fly because he's not making any decisions um but what's beautiful <laughs> is that by the end of the season he opens his eyes and it's such it's such an anime moment but like because up until that point he was literally jumping with his eyes closed he was putting full faith in his setter and when he finally opens them 
He doesn't do very well. He misses the ball very many times because he's never had to think about hitting it before. He just let Kageyama throw it into his palm. But once he opens his eyes and he starts to master that, then the teams get thrown off tilt because before they knew, okay, he's just going to hit it. And as long as we follow his arm, we can start to block this kid every time. doesn't matter how powerful he is. It doesn't matter how fast he is. But once he opens his eyes and then he can adjust from whatever Kageyama's adjustments were, whew, then then what is it? What did, what did the dude from Nekoma say? He said, once they upgrade, it'll be the demon and the demon. It'll be two demons. <laughs> you know, now neither one of them is a tool. Now they're both making decisions. They're both playing off of each other. It's now a two-way street instead of a one-way street. And, and that's when that's when it gets dangerous. And then we move on later to when there's just two people on the court. You know, we move on to all the other spikers and the setters and the crazy. But I do think the evolution of that move is very nice because it's without speaking, just through pure actions. We can see their chemistry growing both as players and as people. And that also like puts... You know, puts a fire under their teammates to be like they are growing before our eyes like there's stuff that we could do too to grow you know like they these two people can't these two first years cannot be the only people that are that are growing and evolving their game there's gotta be something we can do too so it it's just awesome you know and there's only one aspect of the show that that shows that i, I just chose that one because you know they're the two main characters basically and again, you, you can see it grow from episode 1 to episode 25. But then we do move on to how I believe that this show not only is one of the best, if not the best anime at doing this, but I think it is one of the best shows at building hype. Um, and, and, you know, having that tension, tension you can cut with a knife. I think this show is one of the best when it comes to that. Maybe I haven't watched enough sports anime admittedly i think i've only seen um i've seen megalobox first season very good boxing anime um lots of good hype lots of good stories told with that um and then yuri on ice very <laughs> very um un unsuspecting not not one that you would think but it's actually really good it's, a, it's, a one, it's one about figure skating which zero interest in figure skating but but the story is really good and, and it's, it, I mean, it's it's honestly the same now that i've watched three sports anime i feel like all of them are the same where you could not care about the sport that they're playing at all like i'd much rather watch like a basketball anime or i mean maybe like football like, like you know maybe one of the one of the bigger sports basketball football you know uh, baseball that kind of thing but it doesn't really matter what sport it is because then you get into it and you're like, wow, I know everything. You know, you're watching Yuri on Ice and by the halfway through, you're like, you're like calling all the moves and everything. Um, but anyway, building hype. And there are some key moments that show this where we have, I mean, the very beginning, we have Hinata's crazy spike against Kageyama, right? Where like the art style of, of his character design changes. It's like super dark lines super dark thick lines and there's a little bit of a motion blur on his character and he hits it at like Mach 5 <laughs> like I'm surprised it didn't make a dent in in the you know in the in the court um, he does hit it out you know it's not in but 
the power, the, the, the sheer power, and then even, again, building the moment where that whole match, they were losing because they didn't have anything. The only person that was semi-good was Hinata. Everyone else was there because Hinata is just so charismatic that he was able to convince them <laughs> to, you know, to join the volleyball club. But you have that final moment that I think is the final point of the game. But even in that moment, everyone... Everyone on Hinata's team, everyone in Kageyama's team, everyone watching is like, whoa. What what was that? Like we've never seen something like that. Or at least we haven't seen it in a while. And in that moment, you know that he's gonna be something big. And like even though he lost, people have their eye on him. And you have another moment where um, you know, a little bit later on, still fairly early in the show, when Hinata and Kageyama have to do the three on three right their teammate was this man right here as you can see on the screen on the left um that was um who was that again tanaka that was tanaka right a lot of names not good at remembering names tanaka um but even that like that's when they developed the combo and that right there building hype throughout the entire match where in the beginning they weren't that good and then they kept growing and they kept learning off of each other and then he not to close his eyes and then you know and the, the team was like okay now we have a match now we have a match against these first years and Tanaka's a second year but th there's not really much in it for him except for proving to uh is it Daichi yeah you know proving to Daichi that he is you know he is taking this seriously and he you know he deserves to be here as well but again that whole match of them building up building up building up and you know, you know, quote unquote, earning their spot, even though they're probably going to be on the team anyway. But you know, the captain's perfect plan to bring them together, like, and it's true. Like, they, we're never going to be a great team if you guys keep bickering, if you guys keep, you know, going against each other. Like, you guys are not rivals anymore. You know, you guys can be competitive and you can want to be the best person on your team, but if you all keep like yelling at each other and like blaming each other for things like this this team isn't going to go anywhere and i think that was amazing and then we have oikawa almost rallying for the win right um where we're we're kind of in the beginning of their of you know like the big tournament and oikawa isn't that great of a team right i mean they're they're pretty good you know they were able to make it into this tournament but clearly they're not that great, you know, clearly, um, you know, us, us crows are definitely a, 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 a you know, a, a better team than you. And, you know, we do have the whole story between the main character of that show or that team. I don't remember his name and, and Daichi. Right. But I think the way that the show was able to depict they're not really rivalry but you know our our school you know us us crows kind of dominating the whole time and then oikawa coming back i mean we do have the very anime moments of them having flashbacks and you know the power of teamwork and heart and, and will you know they're able to you know rally back a little bit but for it to for for the end score to be that close i think that i think oikawa only lost by a few points I think it was like 25 to 20, something like that. It wasn't anything like that huge. 
um but you know for them to just display how much heart that every team puts into it you know again oikawa not the main school of this show not the main characters we'll probably see them again in the in, in the next season but they're they were there to serve that purpose in my mind again a big thing with the connection with daichi but th they were there to show that we can't we can't go easy on anyone you know again oikawa was not like the laughing stock you know they weren't like oh easy win but it, it just showed that the, the, the crows are, are they have to and they're going to put everything into everything right i remember that was the you know one of the things in the oikawa's leader's mind was that wow these guys these guys aren't treating us like kids you know you know they're not treating us as if we're nothing to them and we're dirt and they're, they're going to easily beat us and they're going to only put like 70 percent energy into this so they can save it for another match like they're going all out they're sweating they're tired they're breathing heavy like they are still hustling you know and and that's just a nice thing to see for them because it, it validated them you know to be like oh the, you know they're not playing with us they're not they're not making jokes you know they're not uh they're not trying out new things because we're a whack team and and you know they can they can um they can risk a few points right they're going all in and, and i think that's great to show it's a nice precedent to set for the entire series to say crow you know us crows weird we are not <laughs> you know we're we're just not losing ever we're never going to admit defeat ever um you know we move on to another one with the match versus tokonami okay just want to make sure i <laughs> said that right you know versus tokonami where there was the the ball that rolled on the net and then it fell on tokonami's side and and you know we we won but that right there was another crazy moment because the whole time um you know that that, that was a tough match that that was a, that was a tough match that both sides were fighting very very hard for and for us to see something like that something that we have never like to me that's not something that can happen in real life like i don't know how strong the net is i don't know how taut the net actually is for a ball to roll over it but for it to like the tension in that scene i think was tougher than maybe any scene because you hit the ball it rolls in the net and all you can do you know because you can't really like none of the spikers could probably hit that ball because it would count as hitting the net i assume so the only thing they can do is they can just wait to watch it slowly roll across the length of the net and see where it falls you know that's really all you can do um and for it to fall and us you know it did not did not get there like that was crazy because that, that that was just like almost fate at that point um you know and then, and then the last moment i do have is um is asahi getting through the iron wall that was one of the biggest like um that's probably one of the biggest moments that would that would make any of us feel like tanaka in this in this picture right now so for audio listeners i do have a picture of tanaka very close up his face takes up probably 60 percent of the screen right now and he is mouth wide open just screaming take that <laughs> you know he probably just um i don't 
remember the exact scene that this is from, but I assume he just spiked it and uh, got us a point, and he is very hype. He's very excited. Um, but, th but this Asahi moment, we'll probably, it probably had us all feeling like Tanaka right now because that was his big thing. That was his whole character for this entire show so far was that he was amazing. He was the ace, and he got beat down by the iron wall. He couldn't get a single spike past these guys and he basically quit volleyball over it and then for him to finally get a spike through them for us to i i think there was a triple um block like three people jumped up and he was able to power through their arms and get us a point like that moment was like we we're, we're gonna win like we are absolutely gonna win this there's nothing like that right there there's nothing we can't do against this team we all they have I mean, not all they have, but on paper, all they have is them being the iron wall. We got Asahi, the 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 traumatic victim of this wall, get through it. We're going to win. Nothing we can't do. Um, yeah, yeah, those are just a few of the moments that I think are amazing in building hype. Um, there are other moments. There are many moments. Probably like at least one to five moments every episode, <laughs> you know, that um, that has the hype and the... Um, you know all the tension and everything like that but th those are the five i chose because i think those display over the whole show and they're all very different um, but other than hype um the show does a lot of other things well and one of the main things obviously with them being a it being a sports anime is, is they do rivalries very well and every team that is a rival is so different from each other um you have you have nekoma here they're known as the cats famous rival of the crows we have the cats versus the crows the the uh the like trash can what, what do they say the like trash can rivalry or the garbage rivalry or dumpster or something like that classic right we have all that history and so we're finally getting another match with them and we see this main dude here kozume kazume kozume <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna say kozume he is the strategist. He is the general. He is the, um, if you ever watch Naruto, he is the Shikumaru of this group, in my opinion. And, um, you know, he's not, he's, he doesn't have a lot of skills. You know, same as Shikumaru, where Sh Shikumaru to me doesn't really have a lot of really dope, like, jutsu. But he's just so smart. And he can just break everything down to its core so well that that makes up for it. You know, it's almost like with, like, Rock Lee. Like, Rock Lee doesn't have any... Um, ninjutsu or genjutsu, but he's so good with taijutsu that it, it makes up for it. So with, so with Kozume, um, he does the same thing, where when he was introduced, that's kind of was introduced before we even saw him play a game, but as the game was going, they start losing, right? The, the cats start losing, but in my mind, I was like, after like, after we score like three or four points, Kozume is just learning from us at this point. He does not care that, that 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 the crows are scoring because he's just learning. He's just picking apart every single person's strengths and weaknesses right now. And and once we score like four points, he's gonna unleash his strategy, and, and we're gonna lose. I don't know that. Do we lose this game? I'm pretty sure we do lose this game. I actually don't remember. I, th I think we do. But in the end, it is because they are the better team. Like, not only do they have Kozume, who is a is a general on the battlefield, 
we don't really have anyone like that at least currently now we do have um who is the um sugawara we do have sugawara um we don't utilize him very much we do utilize him um you know later on in the in the um in the josai game but he, he he right there is the closest thing we have to a kozume um even then he's not so much as like the general that i think kozume is but i think he's close um but even past that the cats are a better team than us at, at the time at least where they've just they, they this is the main game at this point in the show that tells us that even though we have better weapons than this team you know like they don't have an explosive spiker like hinata you know they don't have the the tricky well well kozume is close but we don't really have the they don't have the tricky setter in kageyama you know we don't really you know our was uh was our libero there yet you know asahi you know like we we have all these weapons that I think pound for pound are better than them, but they have experience playing as a team where we don't, you know, um, we haven't played very many games at this point together. I, th I think this is probably our first match as a team, I think. Um, but I do love that though, because it, it, it forces our team to harden a little bit. It forces us to grow as a team and get to know each other and be like we have to know each other's strengths and weaknesses you know we, we we have to know how to adapt when someone is hitting walls or 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 isn't quite making those plays you know, you know how can we change our individual game to help this person out of that mutt that mutt <laughs> that that mud um and the cats are just better and, and, we, and we do have something very nice very very wholesome where they both keep wanting to play and they play like a dozen games like 20 games or something crazy until they're all dead <laughs> and the coaches are like all right guys no we can't we can't play any more games <laughs> um the cats do win every game and it's pretty close every time but it again it just shows to, it goes to show that experience is very very important in something like this and ultimately in the end i think that is what kills the crows um you know why they don't you know why they only make it so far in the the big tournament of this season um but again with with this team i'm interested to see how how this team grows too you know you know before we move on from them i'm very interested to see how they grow um with next season you know what what do they learn you know do they start developing more like heavy weaponry um how much more dangerous does kozume get i don't know we'll see um were they even in the tournament i don't remember i don't i don't remember um but yeah and then and then we do move on to another team that was in the tournament we have um aoba josai i'm just calling josai um you know this is the team with oikawa oh right that was oikawa i, I think i misspoke earlier i do apologize um Right, but going back to the building hype thing, I got a little confused, but Oikawa almost rallying for the win. That was this team. I, I got confused with them in the the uh, Tokonami. That's what I got confused by. So, so 
everything I said was right. I just I just mislabeled the the the, the team names. Oh, we come almost rallying for the win was crazy because these guys were like a top four team and we beat them, but we didn't have or I mean they didn't have the conductor, right? That was the thing. Um, was that was that Oikawa wasn't there? Um, you know we did beat him technically, <laughs> but you know he only came back for the last like f four points that we scored, and he still almost drugged the not drug uh, carried the team back to a victory. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, so that was that was nuts. Um, uh, water, water, so good. Um, don't, but, but now we do have our actual match against these guys. They have all their weapons, including the conductor, Oikawa. All right. And gosh, this is, this is a great robbery. This I think is one, well, the cats and the crows are off of legacy and I obviously expect to see more of them next season. I, I think this is the main rivalry. Um, You know, and I do think that Oikawa and Kagiyama, you know, you know, that whole rivalry between them, I think that's very important. But again, this team is just a better team. They have more experience playing together. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses. That's a big thing with Oikawa being the conductor is that he knows how to handle every player on the court. You know, he knows how to make them better and he knows how to pick them up when they when they fall. Um, you know, I think that a big thing too with this rivalry is that there is a lot of intimidation. You know, I think that the Crows are still very inexperienced and Oikawa and those guys are easily able to put a little bit of fear in their hearts because they have, there's no reason for them not to be confident. You know, like so far they have been destroying every team they faced where pretty much every team that we faced... Um, you know, us as the Crows, it's been kind of hard fought, you know, you know, we had to, we, we had to, there are some very, some very muddy matches we, we've had so far with, with Oikawa at the helm of his team, they've just, you know, it's been like 25 to 11 and, <laughs> you know, which is nuts. Um, and, you know, him more, more, you know, more from being the conductor and, and just showing how different he is than Kawegawa or Kageyama, <laughs> Kageyama is that. You know, like I said earlier, with with him, he knows all the strengths and weaknesses. K Kageyama doesn't. You know, he he doesn't really know what everyone else is good and bad at. He doesn't really know how to play to anyone else's game. You know, him and Hinata have a very strong connection, but other than that, with everyone else, he just kind of goes generic and he's like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'll just set it to them and set it to them and whatever. But with Hinata, that that's when he gets into the you know into the actual minutia of how should I set this? And I think that's an important distinction because even later on, um, you know, with, with the, well, there's two things. One, um, with Oikawa and them figuring out Kageyama and Hinata's hand signals, well, that's what they did was that, or not their hand signals, their vocal signals where Hinata would say a certain thing a certain way to denote what kind of shot he's going to make. Um, they figure it out, which is very clever. They figured it out very quickly. Um, and even then they had to kind of switch it up 
and now do hand signals, right? Very, very cool. Something that I never, I don't know if there's a real thing in volleyball. They do like hand signals and stuff. <laughs> um, but I think that's really cool. But again, it, it shows to show how smart his team is and especially him where he where he's very much like Cosmo where, where he can break stuff down where with something like the crows they don't really have anything like that um you know like i was saying earlier the closest they get is sugawara where, where kageyama keeps getting shut down he keeps getting read analyzed like a book like a children's picture book you know green eggs and ham very simple and then sugawara, sugawara comes in and just just wild absolutely crazy you know he, he he starts learning what everyone is doing you know him being off the floor watching everyone play for so long he has so much knowledge like he knows what they're gonna he, he knows how to set people up a certain way you know he, he's even reading the other team and there's so many moments where he helps his team score a point because he's like hey you know he talks to you he's like hey so what they're gonna do is this and they're gonna expect this so we're gonna do this and then they score a point and then he goes over to Tanaka. And then he goes over to Asahi. And then he goes over to, um, uh, who's the other one? Tsukishima. And he's like, oh, so so they're going to expect this. So you're just going to kind of lob it right here. Like, he was just picking them apart at that point. And right there, we're like, oh, man, we got we got a game now. Like, they're not killing us anymore. We can't really get over them, but we, we, we got a match, <laughs> you know. And, um, you know, and then even their their dynamic duo like they're one and two they're two and one with Sugawara and Kageyama being the duo being the whenever one of us is in trouble or whenever the other one would be better in the scenario let's tag out you know um them wanting to them making each other stronger like when Kageyama was was he wasn't thrown out <laughs> I was gonna say thrown out when he was put on the bench he was furious he was more furious with himself though because he knows he can do better and so Sugawara being there and kind of schooling him, he was just mad at himself, but he was ready to learn, you know, and, and that was the point. That was the whole thing with the coach, um, Ukai, right? Ukai? Um, with him being like, he, he, like, that's my plan. I want him to get mad. I want him to be on the floor so bad. I want him to learn. I want him to take a few notes from Sugawara because... At the end of the day, while you, at your core, and not only at your core, but with your potential, you are a better setter than Sugawara, he has so much more knowledge, so much more experience, and not only that about volleyball and how to play, but with how to deal with teammates. Kageyama's never been good at that. Even his best teammate, Hinata, they still butt heads every now and again, so Sugawara is teaching him a whole lot about how to become a better all-around setter and not just focus on a few things and then kind of be you know run of the mill with other things um learning from people you know like uh playing to other people's strengths instead of having everyone adapt to him um and all of that is because of oikawa you know as much as i hate oikawa <laughs> it's funny because my um my uh my good friend raymond you may know him from our untitled and unfocused podcast where we talk about anime among other things um, he said his favorite character is Oikawa. He has read or watched, I don't know, I think all of Haikyuu, I assume. Um, so I, I, you know, I didn't want him to elaborate on him. I, you know, I didn't want him to give me any spoilers. But he did say Oikawa was his favorite character. And I vehemently disagree. I hate Oikawa with all of my heart. I think um, he's very arrogant. 
and I can't wait for us to destroy him, <laughs> hopefully in season two. But I get why he would say that. Like, he is making this team better. Like, he obviously makes his team better. We see that with every possession. But he is single-handedly, and he's not the only one. You know, every match that the Crows have fought have made them a better team. But Oikawa, just him. You can take away his whole team. Just Oikawa is making the Crows a better team. Like, it's his fault that they took out Kageyama and they put Sugawara in and we have that growth. It's his fault that Kageyama is now growing with other people. Like, he hates Tsukishima, but he's now playing to Tsukishima's strengths. And that has scored them many points in just this matchup, you know? He's now learning, he's now, you know, become more comfortable with asking Asahi and Tanaka, hey, what kind of sets do you like? You know, what do you want in this scenario? You know what I mean? He's he, he, he he's learning to be more than a setter. Like, it, it, it just single-handedly, Oikawa is, is evolving this team. It's crazy. Um, and in the end, though, um, Oikawa and Josai do win. It was a very hard-fought match, but the last, um, you know, because I'm pretty sure it was 1-1. One match to one match. The third match does end 33 to 31. Crazy because, you know, match point is 25. So that means that they kept going back and forth. 33-21. Very, very rough. Um, you know, us us crows, we are very sad. We are moping out of the place. Um, you know, saying, you know, saying thank you to everyone who was supporting us and watching us in the stands. But, you know, it, it sucks. You know, it sucked to lose and, and I and I I was sad to see that, but I I do think it makes sense, and I'm going to talk about what a what I think season two will be, and I'll obviously touch on some of this, but just to say it real quick, um, you know, a little bit of a tease, um, you know, I do think it makes sense that they lost. You know, I think if they won, I think it would be too cliche of of a, of, of a sports anime, of a of a shonen sports anime for them to just have a bunch of weapons and them come together with no experience and then gain all the experience, like as they play to win the championship like I, I think that would be like bad writing <laughs> you know and also like what would they do with season two three four five six like like what like we already won like we we can do nothing but get better you know it, 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 it wouldn't make sense I'm, I'm, I'm glad they lost in, in, in like the writing aspect of things um, although you know you know a nice little uh, silver lining Oikawa also lost <laughs> So I hate him, and I hope he breaks his legs. But then we do move on um, to the last part. Before we get into Season 2 predictions, um, I, I just want to touch on you know, briefly how I feel like every character, every part of this team is perfect, or this team has to be. Now, obviously, now they're not perfect in the way that they win everything, because they I just said they lost right they they lost their big game they didn't make it to the finals they didn't, you know so we're not there yet but i do think every part of this team has so much potential and e even the third years where they do have a little more potential to grow with these first years coming in second years being here you know having more steam um you know i do think it's it it it, it all gets put into a very nice pot um you know, so, you know, so we'll go through. I'm not going to talk about every single teammate because there are some teammates that don't do a whole lot. So I feel like it's worthless to talk about them. Um, 
even though they are you know they're here they're doing stuff but but still it's not it's, it's not worth it but there are a bunch of them i do want to touch on obviously we do have hinata where he's the explosive decoy i didn't really touch on that too much so far but he's a decoy right where he is the wild card he is the one that can run very fast jump very high and hit very hard and he's very and he's loud like he i got it you know he's the charisma you know he's not as much as tanaka but he is that character and that is very good for him one scoring points with his palm but then also scoring points with other people's hands where people where we start looking at that crazy combo move in the beginning everyone's like yo you we have to watch number 10 we have to watch number 10 and then they put their all attention number 10 and we forget that every team every character on this team is pretty dope again there's a few of them that are more filler characters in my opinion but asahi is our ace like you forget about that number 10 is not our ace asahi is our ace and he will he will go through you he, he we made it through the iron wall tanaka when when we're when we're given tanaka support tanaka will will, will score you know so like even tsukishima who we've seen if you know when kage um when kageyama actually plays to him tsukishima very smart a very smart spiker um but i do think all of that works tenfold when hinata is on this team because whether he scores a point or not directly he can contribute to almost every point scored and i'm very interested to see where he's going to go from here you know with uh, you know i i imagine the only thing he can do from here is get better with defense well so defense and spiking he's not or not spiking um defense and um uh, what's it what's it called uh serving that's the one Sp uh defense and serving he's not too good at i imagine he's gonna get a lot better in both of those things over the next season um i don't really think there's too much for him to work on on like pure offense i think the only thing is for him to just get smarter you know with him like me talking about earlier where he opened his eyes and he's starting to make his own decisions i think we can just kind of build on that but probably we're going to lean a little bit more into defense and serving to make him a better you know you know kind of fill in his weaknesses um then we got kagiyama who's the sniper setter right he's his crazy uh, sets and i think he plays well to the one-two punch with him and hinata but also he's learning a lot more to play to other people's strengths and that makes him a better player Hinate's already working with, but that also makes people like Tanaka, Asahi, and Tsukishima much better and much more useful on the court. Not because they were useless, but because a a spiker can only be as good as a setter, and vice versa. So if the setter isn't putting in all the effort necessary to you know to pull out the most potential, like Sugawara was doing there's only so much they can do um you know but i do think that's going to be a main focus on his character is that he is going to be working with them you know everyone else more closely to start maybe having some special combo moves with them you know ones that are different than what we see with hinata but ones that um you know will give their offense even more of an edge and even more well-rounded where teams won't figure out hinata's strategy and be like all right well we shut him down everyone else is pretty bog standard <laughs> so you know, as long as we play our solid defense, we can we can we can beat the crows. Um, so that's really good. Daichi being the captain again. We're talking about the third years with, with season two predictions in a second. We'll talk more about the third years, but Daichi being the defensive captain, right? He brings the energy. He lifts everyone up, and then very good on defense. You know, he's the one that they look to when the other offense is kind of killing it. We look to him to step up and 
you know, and uh, be really good at receiving. Um, you know, I think he's perfect for that. You know, he's not a very explosive character. He can score, but he's not a very explosive character. But I think that's where he fits best with this team is being the captain, having everyone's back and also getting getting a few really dope receives every now and again. Um, oh man, doing two episodes today. <laughs> I did record the Teen Titans episode early, right before this, so my throat. Um, probably not going to record a third episode. I do have a third one planned, but probably not going to record that today. Okay, um, and then we do have Sugawara, which is the all-around setter. Um, also, the closest thing we have to kind of a general type that I was comparing him to Kozume, where he just knows... He probably knows every character the best out of anyone on the floor. And I think that is something that he, you know, is going to lend to Kageyama over the, over the next season. Um, it's already what Kageyama's already started to do, but I think Sugawara is playing his part perfectly. You know, I think that him not being on the floor is fine because we can use him as like our secret weapon. You know, because there's so many people that were like, wait, 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 number two? Wait, he's a third year? Why, why is he not their starting setter? And, and I think that's his role perfectly where he learns about everyone can give everyone advice you know you know very much like the the second captain almost like it's very fitting that he's number two behind daichi's number one and i think whenever we're in a tough spot we, we can just switch kageyama out for a few points get sugawara in here you know re revamp rejuice this team and there we go you know that's all, that's all we need from him and it works um we have asahi the ace of course you know i think he's in he's just power and he when he's on his game when he he can't be stopped you know and i think he is the perfect um you know balance to hinata where i think asahi asahi not to play off each other perfectly where he is the decoy and then asahi comes in and scores easily um you know i think him building up and maybe being a little more confident and being a little more part of the team and, and being a little less scared to tell people what to do because he is a third year, the same as Daichi and Sugawara, where I, you know I feel like he he can become a better player by telling Kageyama, "Hey, this is what I want," or you know. So I think that's probably what they'll work on next season. But um, you know, we do have um, Nishinoya, which is their their libero. Um, he he's just like he keeps the ball in the air, and he is one of the best at it, and I and I love him for it. You know, I, you know, I love whenever a ball's about to hit the floor and <laughs> he somehow tips it up. I don't even know how it's physically possible with some of the stuff he does. But, um, you know, he is their, he is their second or I guess like other side of the coin with Daichi. With them two together, a ball ain't really ever hit on the floor. Um, and I'm really interested to see, you know, with, with him, you know, I think honestly he's, he's probably going to be more of a teacher role where most of the characters so far are going to learn a lot. Um, I think he's going to be more of a teacher where he's going to show, you know, a, a, especially a lot of the first years how to play a little better defense, you know, because that was their big thing. They're not very good at receiving. Um, you know, we have Tanaka. He's the energy. He is he is probably the third string, um, you know, spiker. But I don't think that's a bad thing because I think that him when he when he's mentally there and he has his confidence truly, not just on the outside, but on the inside. He and who said it? I think, I think Ukai said it. Where he was like, when when all that is true, he has the ability to be the ace of a team, you know. So he, he is like the second ace, um, and he's also the energy, right? When when he's up, the whole team is up. When Tanaka is quiet, that's when you know the team is doing bad, because 
The whole team could be quiet, but Tanaka is still in there. When he's not in there anymore, we got to take a timeout and, and, and start reevaluating what's going on in the court with everyone. Then we have Tsukishima. Again, he's very meticulous, right? Him him getting a little more shine with, with Kageyama and, and Tsukawara, you know, giving him more ups and not just focusing on the, the flashy Hinata or, or, or Asahi. Um, I think he might be secretly the most dangerous spiker on the whole team because he he's he's not just power you know like he 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 thinks for every single second that he's getting ready to jump and then he's in the air and then he's as he's about to hit it like he he's very smart he's very good um then you have um you know some of the non-players you have kyoko as the manager um you know i think her you know she does bring a certain level of energy even though she's very quiet and not good with words you know her making the banner like that just put a fire in everyone's heart like it was so awesome you know and then you have Takeda who is the faculty advisor not really the coach especially anymore but he is there he, he's learning with everyone else but he is there to keep everything together um, and I think he's doing a, a, a very good job and you have Ukai who was their coach and um, he's kind of the the secret underdog coach almost but he is bringing the best out of these characters, um, out of these players, and um, I think it'd be very interesting to see what next season is going to hold. Because with next season, um, not really a whole lot of things, but I do want to touch on a couple things. Um, everything I just said was kind of part of that almost, but um, I do think every character is going to grow and learn. That's just what happens with shows and anime, of course. But I'm very interested to see what specifically happens i guess where how do they grow how do they play off of each other how do they get better what what more weapons do they develop i think a big focus this season is going to be defense which on paper might not be as exciting as spikes and sets and everything like that but i would love to see it because i think that is a big hole in their game is their defense um they're not bad but it's it's it's, it's really nothing to talk about you know, where, where their offense, it's like, oh, they got Hinata, they got the decoy, they got Asi, like, you know, um, you know, they're, 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 they're developing their real solid foundation of a set game. Like we don't talk about that with their defense. So I think, I think that's a big thing they're going to work on. And, um, I don't know. I, you know, do you think we're going to see those games again? I don't know if they're going to have a friendly game versus Josai before the tournament. Um, I could see them facing the Crows again. I think that'd be really cool. Um, be interested to see what other teams they face in the meantime. Like, like, do we see the Iron Wall again? You know, you know, do we play a exhibition versus the Iron Wall? Do we play an exhibition versus Tokonami? Um, I don't know. You know, um, will there be any new characters, or is it because it's still the same school year? Are we not getting any new characters till the third season? Um, I would say most likely. Most likely, we're just gonna stick with these ones. Um, but, you know, I do think the, the kind of big picture, the, the big brain decision is, well, this next season is going to be another tournament. That's going to be the main focus, I assume, going to be the, I think it's the fall or the spring. I don't remember which one we just had. We either just had the fall or the spring, and now we're going to the other one. Um, you know, we do have the third years of this being their last time. They're stepping on the floor with these people because uh, after that they graduate. So I think that's going to be a big focus as well. Um but again, the, the kind of big, the big brain decision is, are they going to win this tournament? They lost the last one. Are they going to win this one? And to me, the, there's kind of three ways they could go with this, right? 
there's only three outcomes. They are not going to make it to the finals again. Um, they're going to lose in the finals or they're going to win in the finals. And to me, I think losing losing before the finals, I think, would be kind of crazy. Um, I'm, I'm sure they could do it because every match can be exciting in its own way. So, you know, we could still feel like this was a good season of a show, even if they don't make it to the finals again. I don't think they're going to do that, though. I think that since this is the third year's last, you know, the kind of last dance <laughs> for going off a, off a, a Chicago Bulls kind of analogy here, this is their last dance. I, I think it'd be crazy for them to not at least make it to the finals. Um, I think it'd be very empty if they don't. Um, you know, so I'm just going to rule that possibility right off, right off the bat. Do they win or lose in the finals? I think... I think if I'm forced to make a decision and forced to put my money somewhere, I would say they win. I would say that if this wasn't the third year's last game, last tournament, if there was one more after this, I think they'd make it to the finals and they'd lose. And then with their last and final one, they make the finals again and they finally have enough to win. But I think that is going to play a, a huge part in the writing of this season and I do think they're going to win. Um, I don't think they're going to be perfect. I do think every game is somehow going to be even closer <laughs> than any game we've seen in this first season. But I do think they're going to win. I do think it's going to be an amazing moment that the writers of the show want to build up. Um, now obviously, this is based off a of manga, so I'm sure you could just read it and you'd know what would happen. But um, I do think that's, that's where it's going to go. I, I, I do think it's going to flip-flop, though, because to my knowledge, I think there's four seasons of the show. With a fifth one either confirmed or rumored, I'm not sure. I do think if they win, all, if they go all the way and they win this one, I do think the third, the third season, they're not going to win. You know, I think because there's going to be more first years, they're going to have to build up the experience and the teamwork again. There's going to be new weapons, new, um, new chemistries to form and everything. But I do think for this one, I do think the odds are that they win are higher than the odds that they lose. Um, you know, but but we'll see. We'll see what actually happens. Uh, because again, this show, fantastic, um, absolutely incredible. I'm very excited that I finally recorded this episode, <laughs> so I can watch the second season. Um, but um, yeah, let me know what you thought of the first season. Um, you know, all your, what your favorite characters are. I mean, mine probably. See, I don't know. See, I think it's easy to say Hinata is my favorite character. But I think Loki, I think Sugawara might be my favorite character. I think just with all of his knowledge and how he's able to pick apart things, I think that's really cool. Um, let me know, yeah, what, what your favorite match was. Um, you know, what you thought of the ending of, of you know, their very hard-fought battle versus Josai. And what you want to see in, in a second season of this. Because um, I'm, I'm excited. Um, but yeah, I think that is everything. Very good show. Very excited for second season. And um, yeah, let me know what else you want me to cover. Of course, last time, if you didn't see it, I did cover for the first episode. I did Teen Titans. Um, you know, we got cartoons, anime. Um, obviously, cover shows. Haven't done any movies yet. I'm sure that'll come very soon. Again, either cartoon or anime movies. Uh, let me know what you want me to do. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to keep rolling with this. Um, and then, yeah, I think that is everything. So until next time, um, 
keep 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 watching IQ. We're, we're gonna keep rolling with it and um we'll see how it stacks up against the first season.